you're a fan of the Sly Guy podcast and you want to get a little bit slyer every week, if you want to be a little sly fox on the sly with a fox, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash sly guy podcast where there is an Aladdin's cave of bonus podcasts. We've got the Champions League of Weird over there which is interesting. We've got the bonus weekly podcast, which now is 90 episodes, which I mean, wow, what about that for a a bonus little surprise? As well as that, we have the Serial Killing It podcast and the strange surprise hit, Dog Walks with Davey, which is a podcast I just record, believe it or not, when I'm out walking my dog. And it's all there on Patreon. Uh, That's all for the the £2 a month. If you want to go a wee bit higher and pay the £4 a month, which, hey, listen, it's a cost of coffee nowadays. And by the way, can't even afford to buy coffee, I have to bring my own. But if you want to help me with that, you can get over there. There's going to be a lot more bonus um, content going over there for the £4 a month people as well. There's going to be tasters of uh, shows and stuff that I'm pitching as well. Stand-up clips, longer stand-up clips, potentially a stand-up special going there. Probably by the end of the year. Probably by the end, of, I don't want to say by the end of the year because it's a quick turnover. Early next year. So if you want to be a wee bit of that, you want to be a sly hard, you want to be a writer sly, patreon.com forward slash sly guy podcast. Stop being such a shit and enjoy the show. I'm the sly guy. Hello everybody and welcome to the sly guy podcast with me, Dave Elliott, and my producer, friend, co-host and cohort, the snake rat, Ben. Ben, are you, on, are you on the mic today, or are you off the mic? Let me let me know. Holler at your boy if you're on the mic. Yeah, I'll probably be be on the mic. No, ho- I want you to say holler at your boy. Holler at your boy. Oh, I holler at your boy. Ben, potentially more more posh guy than me. Ben, say holler at your boy one more time. Holler at your boy. Now, lastly, before you go, I want everybody at once, just so as we know we're all on the same page. Now, some people will be like, I'm not going to do it, Dave. Some of us will just be like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it with you, even though I'm just listening. Everyone listening to the podcast at home, Ben too, one more time after three. One, two, three. Holler at your boy. Holler at your boy. Let's get ready to start. And I mean, what a start it is. What a week it has been. We are excited as, as a middle-aged man because guess what's back on the TV? I'm a celebrity. Do you watch it, Ben? Are you a fan of I'm a celebrity? Is it something you're into? I always start watching it. Yeah, right, okay. And I don't always make it to the end. Did you watch the, the, the episode one that was on last night? I watched the last, like, 40 minutes of it. Did you know any of the celebrities? The two who came at the end, yeah. Who was that? Frankie from... Oh, oh, you dirty bastard. You know Richard Madeley because everyone knows him and then Frankie from the Saturdays. Oh, fuck. I know I, Frankie. I think that was about... Mm, Oh, why? Naughty boy, I've heard of him. Yeah, I mean, the funny thing about it is that's a bedroom nickname of mine, (laughs) the Naughty Boy. And what's weird about it, Naughty Boy has an actual name, which some of the people on it were calling him, but anytime there's a task or whatever, they just call Naughty Boy, and it's really funny to me. Like, Naughty Boy, if you just want to nip the end of that plank there, which, by the way, horrendous first game. You have to walk out on a plank, I'll ask Squid game, and if you don't hit a wee buzzer quicker than the other person across the plank, you fall. Did you see that? Horrendous into a quarry which by the way if I was an I'm a celebrity and was in that I, I would probably break the bungee cord fall in and die because I'm very heavy and also a naughty boy but yeah it was a lot of fun That I feel like that's a that's a show that I've never really enjoyed before but now I, I see this year I'd be like I'm, I'm going to be into this a bit you know and as somebody who you know I come on here most week, week in week out and, and preach about being an original guy a guy not influenced by the crowd a man who's not, not a sheep you know, straight away, 
I decided to watch I'm Celebrity this year. You know why? Because I went on holidays and I drove past the castle that it's in. So because like, oh, I've seen that castle, I was like, I'm going to watch I'm Celebrity. And I literally saw the castle for about 10 seconds because we drove past it in a rush to get to the boat because my wife, for some reason, I mean, shocker here, she, for whatever reason, didn't calculate the time needed to get from where we were to get to the boat to make it home in time. And I said to them, I was like, listen, because myself, her, the kids, and another family, their two kids, I was like, listen, guys, I think we should leave potentially. Like the drive was somewhere in the region of, I think, four hours, four, maybe four or five hour drive. I suggested we leave eight hours in advance to make sure we get there. And let's just say within the first hour of leaving at, at Catherine's time, we were instantly... You know, I was right. And I was one of those ones, Ben, do you ever be right with your wife where you, you want so hard to gloat? Like, you just want to go, I told you so. But you know, it'll be counterproductive to anything. 100%. And like, you know in your head, and it gives you that little bit of like, there is joy. You feel it in your heart. And like, you get wee glances, so they'll look at you and you'll just go, and you'll be like, <laughs> but you can't actually say it because it'll just, you'll get shouted at effectively. So... Yeah, I just had to revel in the fact that I was right. Now, that being said, there was a major uh, RTC, is that what they call it now, a road traffic collision? Yeah. There was one of them on the way, which slows down even further, and the whole time I was saying, I was saying, listen, there could have been two or three road traffic collisions if we left eight hours in advance as opposed to five. But what did I know? Then the friends we were with decided to go somewhere. They're like, why on the way? Like, they were like, on the way, where we're going, we should go into another city and have a picnic there, which, to be fair... On paper, not a bad idea. You go in, have a picnic, go. But what was stupid about it, we had to go into another city. So into the city to have a picnic, to leave the city, to get back on the route again. So you're ed- ed- entering city and exiting city, which you know what that is, Ben? Not ideal timekeeping. So in and out, there we go. But we managed to make it in time, just about. And we drove past the castle and I said, I'm going to watch the next time a celebrity when I heard it was in that castle. Because fuck Australia. We don't like Australia in this podcast. We're never going to go to Australia. We've never been to Australia. If any listeners are in Australia, sorry, we welcome one and all. But I'm just, I'm, I'm watching it now. And I'm kind of a little bit pissed off that I have to come and record this podcast and miss tonight's episode. If my wife hasn't recorded it for me, I will smother her in her sleep. <laughs> and uh, imagine I did. Imagine I made a wee joke. Here, I'm going to kill her. I'm going to go home and kill her. And then I did. And people be like, oh, my God. You know why people always try to, like, they always say, oh, the Simpsons predicted something. You know, it's like, oh, the Simpsons predicted Donald Trump would win the election. The same way as I just predicted. I, but then again, suppose it's different if I predicted I killed my wife and I went dead. You know, I mean, if it, here's the thing. You know, Ben, if your wife dies and is murdered or my wife dies and, and is murdered, You'll be the number one suspect. Sure, we're guy. No, as a husband, statistically, you're the number one suspect if your wife were to, you know, die. So, I mean, all I'm saying is that I would not murder my wife because I have a big, a big show coming up and tickets to sell. I think that would have an effect on my my popularity. I don't think people would be like, I'll go and see him do a stand up show. Um, but there is a high to strong, far to strong chance that he's murdered his wife. You know that I think that would affect my popularity a bit. So I think that's okay. But what I do want to say, my wife is a nurse, 
So if anyone's going to murder anyone in our house, it's more likely to be her. She'll know how to dose me. You know, she'll just inject me in my sleep, probably. I've been sick for how many weeks now? I've got a bit of a cold again now. This is like potentially four or five weeks in a row. She could potentially just be drugging me every night of my sleep. She's trying to kill me. And make then take the, the millions I'm going to make from Ulster Hall, which will be like a couple of grand probably by the time everyone gets their cut. But anyway, how did I even end up there from I'm a celebrity? There you go. I was just trying to welcome you to the podcast, trying to say have a nice time. I'm enjoying television. That was it. Um, before I watched I'm a Celebrity, I actually watched Adele's concert, which, by the way, it seems to me that Adele just does a concert in a really weird venue every week now because like the week before she was doing the Griffiths Observatory in LA just out the front in the big black dress fucking belting her lungs out this week she's in was it the Albert Hall or somewhere probably who even cares but she was there singing but she had like an all-star cast of celebrities in the uh, in the audience just enjoying her was it the Royal Albert Hall you were nodding over there and I said see if I'm right here I'm gonna be so chuffed at myself if I'm wrong hey Swing and a miss, but we give it a go here. I, you know what I'm going to pay for you to do, Ben? Go to a, uh, a typing proficiency class so you can get faster and find stuff when we're talking on the podcast. This guy. I mean, Ben, do we have to upgrade the internet in here? Guys, get over to Patreon so we can afford to upgrade the internet here, please. By the way, Contigo sponsor the show because I put coffee into this about an hour ago and put cold water in because it was too warm. I've just burnt my tongue. It's not fucking ideal. Oh dear. No, he can't find... Like, now, let me just see. I'm going to go on and if I can find this quicker than you, Ben, we'll fire you in the podcast. <laughs> Adele. Yeah, hold on. London Palladium. The London Palladium. There you go. I thought she was doing better than that. She could have probably played the Royal Albert Hall. But fair play. She was in the London Palladium. And there was a whole... Two big things came out of that show was that how dead on she was whenever uh, she brought like her teacher up and was like... Here's, before I go into that, Adele could not have more of a... More of like an oxymoron of a voice. You know, her singing voice is potentially one of the greatest singing voices of all time, whether male or female, because as the Brit Awards have decided, they don't exist anymore. So she could, just one of the best singing voices of all time. And her talking voice, horrendous. Like she comes on, this super, this glamour puss comes on. She looks amazing at the minute. She's beautiful. She's got the dress on. Every She comes out and everyone's like, look at her. She's regal. She looks amazing. And then she's like, all right, you fucking slags. Wait on my fucking show and I'm going to fucking sing some fucking songs for you, fucking cats. And you're like, all right, man. And I go, go easy on me, fucking baby. And you're just like, why do you speak like that? That's very... Very, it's off-putting, you know. It, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense how a voice so nice can sound equally um, so horrendous. And just when you think her talking voice can't be any worse, she ends up, like, breaking again one of her... Here's another thing that I can't get, right? <laughs> she sings a song, and I know songs mean things to people. I get it, right? But she wrote it. She probably performed it hundreds of times. Why she start crying? Oh, my God, it's too much. Can't sing it anymore. So... Whenever you're one of the greatest singers, potentially of all time, 
you can't finish a song because you're too upset. Who do you want to come in <laughs> and take over from you? Whose voice is on a par with a dead Alan Carr? Of all people, comes up and he's like, Oh, stop, you're crying. What are you crying for, you you fucking slag? <laughs> and then she's like, Oh, Alan, I can't fucking sing anymore. And he's like, I'll do it for you. And what song did he sing? Was it like, um, it was one of her first ones, wasn't it? And, uh, but he, say he just comes up and he's like, like, you know what he should have sang? Which would have suited his voice much better. You know the song, Hello? Hello, it's me. <laughs> I've been wondering if after all these years you liked me. <laughs> and people be like, what's going on here? And then thankfully Adele's like, listen, I don't know what's worse. The fact that I'm really emotional here or the fact that he's fucking butchering a song at I put my fucking heart and soul into. Hello from the other side. Ah. She's like, fucking Alan, stop it. Oh dear. And you wonder too, Ben. Like, what What if, if Alan Carr is in another concert? You know, other than Adele? Like, I don't know. Like, if he was in Neil. Hands touching hands, reaching out, touching me, touching you. Or, like, what What are the. what You've got kids. Do you, are your kids into music? What are they listening to nowadays? Yeah, but they're like into the crazy frog and kids bop. Yeah, kids bop. I mean, I would ask questions of Alan Carr. Was that like the, the kids? Oh, hello. <laughs> I'm Alan Carr and I'm in the kids bop. Anyone, do you want me to bop your bop, huh? You'd be like, oh, no, Alan, don't do that. Like, who do kids listen to nowadays? Drake? Drake's a good one, yeah. Yeah, imagine. Oh, well, yeah, fucking right. <laughs> fucking. I, walking through the six with my woes. I mean, it'd be, it, it doesn't, his voice doesn't, in fact, his voice doesn't lend itself to anything. I've been running through the six with my wives. Who else is there? Who are other singers nowadays? Again, I'm out of touch because I just listen to, like, <laughs> Disturbed. <laughs> I just listen to Disturbed on repeat. Ooh, wow. Being angry all day. This is how I get so psyched up for this podcast. You know, I'm on the way down. It's just, uh, we'll sit in the car, just rub my heads, and it's like, oh, wow. And then I come in and shout. But who, like who, I like Disturbed, I like Corn. you know what I'm liking this day, people are going to mug me off this, I like Limp Biscuit. alright, they've got good tunes, so, suck balls. Have like Doja Cat. Sorry? Doja Cat. Doja Cat. Is that something your children are into? No. What is Doja Cat? Is it like an anime? It's like a, a person. Is it? I mean, again, we can't say. But does Doja Cat have any? Um, what is Doja Cat? Is it a man, a woman, a non-binary person? I um, presume it's a, a woman. Doja Cat is an American rapper. There you go. I mean, this is going to be such an old man thing. I don't like the look at her. Doja, you know what her name is? I'm a, um, to be fair, her name sounds like. Doja Cat again when you say Doja Cat's a better name then like imagine you're like please welcome to stage I'm all rapping and Leah Dianamani you'd be like yeah just fucking, just fucking call me Doja Cat would you my name it's too long there's too many words it's hard to say I'm all I'm all Sandy Diamani Diamini Diamini hey Diamini known professionally as Doja Cat as American rapper singer and songwriter Born and raised in Los Angeles and began making and releasing music on SoundCloud. So, I mean, listen, it could be us because we release our podcast on SoundCloud. So, my name's David Robert Elliott. So, I'll be like, what, Doja Cat? 
Um, do- do- Doja Cat sounds like, you know, a dojo and a cat. So what they've done, they've taken somewhere where you fight in and then an animal, pick an animal. Any animal is not a cat. Go ahead. For me. Dog. Yes, I'd be called Ring Dog. Which I mean, <laughs> Ring Dog doesn't really sound too great. I mean, like a, like a wrestling ring or an octagon. Octagon snake. I mean, it sounds like a guy with a six-sided cock. <laughs> or an eight-sided cock, an octagon, not a... What is it? Fuck. A hexagon, is that six? Yes. Hexagon cock. I mean, that, I mean, it's not an animal. An animal is a cock, actually, isn't it? That's not a great bad porn names. Yeah, octagon cock. <laughs> yeah. In fact, there's a guy. <laughs> the arch nemesis of spider <laughs> Dr. Octocock. Instead of the arms, he's got eight robotic dicks. <laughs> Spider-Man's fucking... Ah, throwing this spunking at him because it's a porn and then Dr. Octococks just got like fucking eight dicks and he, oh. I mean would any would anyone watch that would you watch that not in a sexual way but would you be interested in the spectacle of guy the eight dicks coming at Spider-Man who's just coming at him you would definitely watch it at least once yeah I mean could there be a whole porn version of the Marvel Universe are you thinking about a Patreon special here? I mean, I, I'm definitely thinking of a few. Like, name you. You are much more into like the Marvel universe than me. Give me some superheroes, and we'll see if we can come up with porn parties off them. Iron Man. I mean, it's Lance. It's it's it just is Iron Man, hard as iron, just a fucking big dick. Thor. It just sore, and it's just a guy who just gets bummed all the time. <laughs> Yeah, he's a bottom and he's called sore. And he's like, why he called sore? Oh, because it just took too much of a hammer. <laughs> hey, also the good guys. Oh, Captain America. Oh, Captain America. Mm, that's a hard one, isn't it? Captain America. Yeah, Captain America. Ah, he's another one. He's a bottom. Gets a lot of bucking. And Hulk. he doesn't wear condoms. Or he does wear condoms because he's always got a shield. You know what I'm saying? Hulk. Hulk, oh, he could be bulk, and it's just a a big giant green dick. <laughs> In fact, it would look a lot like Slimer from Ghostbusters. To be fair, equally as dribbly. What about Black Panther? <laughs> he would be big Black Panther. <laughs> BBP for short. Oh God, so disrespectful to the memory of Shadwick Boseman. R.I.P. Great man, great actor. Oh. How about a, a female Black Widow? <laughs> Big Black Widow, once again. <laughs> Are there any other? Oh, this yeah, is great fun. Um, Thanos. He's a bad guy. Thanos, the guy with the smallest dick you've ever seen. He's long and thin like a knit, knit needle. But then he clicks his fingers and everybody sucks it. <laughs> Just Thanos is like passing a noodle. Passing the noodle on <laughs> the table. Old Thanos. Oh, oh. Thanos. What about uh, Star Lord? I mean, he would just be chocolate Star Lord. Doctor Strange. He's just in the fucked up shit. He just keeps the same name, and you're like, oh, no one wants to invite the Doctor Strange to this porn party because it's we- he'll do the like. He's the guy that you'll all be like, you'll be in a big orgy, and Doctor Strange, you'll just be looking over and be like, has he got a vagina? And you'll be like, no. It looks like he's forced his dick up his own arse, and he's just having a great time and just being really weird in the corner. And oh. then last one, Groot. Groot. <sighs> Is Groot the guy out of the Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. 
yeah, Groot would just be Root, and he'd just be. <laughs> oh, it's a lot of fun. Um, clip it. That's going to be funny. Um, but try and take some of the more inappropriate ones out. Like you know, no. In fact, don't fuck it. Let's all go. Let's all have fun. The masturbators of the universe. That's what it would be called. The Marvel universe. Hmm. That's good. That's fun. And how do we get there? All from the name of Dojo Cat. So yeah, I'd be I'd be the ring dog. Which, to be fair, sounds like an old wrestler from, like, the 1960s. The ring dog's coming in to beat Hulk Hogan, brother. The big mullet. Yeah, mullet and... Like a long beard. He would have a long beard. And the ring dog, he would, he would have a neck, he would have a choky on. Because that's the thing about wrestling. All these good old hard guys, but they're very homoerotic. You know, a lot of the younger, uh, the older wrestlers. You know, guys that you'd be like, man, I mean, you wear a lot of leather. would be like, what the fuck are you trying to say, boy? And be like, well... Your leather pants are connected to a leather chokey with chains. Um, all I'm saying is, in certain communities, that'd be well received. You know what I'm saying? And then they would just clobber you for having the audacity to insult them. But yeah, the dojo cat. Um, I don't even want to know what she sings. I don't like her. I don't like you, don't you can't. Um, and anyone else? Who else? Is that it? Drake and doja cat. I mean, I don't care what the kids listen to nowadays. My kids listen to the um, AJ. Is it AJ? PJ? CJ? AJ, good morning. JJ? JJ? Coco Melon? Do you watch that? Yeah? Hey, here's a song, which, by the way, is really catchy. And it's going to be stuck in my head. It's just good morning, JJ, where everyone just, he walks down the street, which is weird because he's a baby. He should have parents looking after him. But he's running errands, and people are just saying, all right, AJ, that's nice. Um, and have we spoke about Daniel Tiger's Neighbourhood on this podcast before? Nope. It's a show that um, is based on some old American TV show, Mr. Somewhere, someone or other. Mr. Mr. Ed. I don't want to know, Mr. Ed's a horse. Can you look up Daniel Tiger? In fact, I'll do it because you don't know how to type. <laughs> yeah, have you got it? Yeah. My my kids watch this. Yeah, and what what is it? What is the guy based? Who's the guy it's based on? It's a fucking let me get a real life person. Yeah, Daniel Tiger is based on someone else who had an American TV show, Mister Somebody or something like that. Mister Rogers. Mister Rogers. Yeah, so it's based on the work of Mister Rogers, um, who was just this really nice guy. Yeah, so the character Daniel Tiger is based on Fred Rogers, and elements of his home are based on the set of Mister Rogers' Neighborhood, which, by the way. It's probably just a total rip-off, which I, which I enjoy. Um, but yeah, the songs and Daniel Tiger are so shit. Like, on the way out tonight, Holly was just watching it, and they were trying to make these, like... The teacher was like, hey, kids, would you like to eat some food? And they were like, oh, why? Like, and then the teacher presented them, like, how would you like a hot-boiled egg, uh, some pepper, and a strawberry? And they were like, no. And she was like, well, I have a song for you. And then she, they were like, okay, do it. And then she was like, if you try new food, then it might taste good. And then that's it. The shittest song ever. They just keep repeating it as they keep giving these kids weirder and weirder food. And he's like, hey, would you like to try a grape? If you try new food, then it might taste good. What about some marzipan? Try new food, then it might taste good. And then they're like, what about a COVID vaccine? You take that? They're like, oh, no, because the government are controlling me. Oh. But it was a lot of fun. We enjoyed watching it. Uh, ben. Yes. <laughs> What's your opinion on the vaccine? On the vaccine passport, mate? Yeah. I want to try to find this for you. What is it? Do you know something? 
about the vaccine no no what's this about trying try new food yeah this is what everyone's chilling in for yeah This is what we're teaching our kids. I just realised I didn't. I just did an American voice, but I realised when I was doing that, it could potentially have some sort of offensive connotations because I realised that the the teacher is not white, and I and I was doing this voice. Would you like some peppers, baby? That's a problem. Are you gonna sing it? Is he trying to bell pepper yet? Ben, come on, people are in suspense here. Are you going to edit this to get it to appear? Veggies are stinking. This is a roller coaster. this episode. I know, I mean, it's basically, do you want to try veggies? Nah. Hey, go, go try new food. Is that it? Is yeah. that little tiny Oh, no. Hey, fast forward a little bit. Get into it. Because if you try a new food, it might taste good. Ben, get food to fly around my head. Better not forget that. This is how I look rare. I just like to think of parents driving to work having like proper PTSD listening yeah. and going, no, this is my Absolutely. time away from this. But then it gets stuck in your head and once it's in there, you can't get it out. It's torture. And then all day you'll be going, and people are like, what's wrong with you? And be like, I've got kids. <laughs> and they're the worst guys. But seriously, I, I think what you did there was try to get her away from the... Uh, Away from the point, what, what's your take on? Because I know that it's, it's controversial again. I went out at the weekend there to the Christmas tree lights switch on a banger. Were you there? You're a banger man like myself because I only deal with North Down people. No, I wasn't there. And what, was there any reason for that? Or fucking hate Christmas, mate, I right? I kind of, to be honest, forgot it was on and saw the pictures. Thought, Thank God it didn't go out. Yeah, no, we decided to go and it ended up being fucking wild. And we did not feel comfortable. And I had to wear a mask because I don't want to get sick. And I don't want to make people sick. But then I realised that, like, there, it seems like now, since we've kind of got out of uh, lockdowns and stuff, people are just a little bit ignorant. Like, the manners of people are terrible, like, in the crowds and stuff. But just pushing it all, and you're like, hey. You know, you know you're like Mike Skinner in the, in the streets? And he's like, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't, don't fucking, that's... Or if you're on car, six like, don't you fucking touch me. Don't fucking touch me. Um, but it's just stressing me out. And then you're just like... You know, you see all these people you don't know, and you look at them, and a lot of them, you're like, you're stinking. I don't want you fucking touching me. You're gross. Like, where have your hands been? I know, it's horrible. And then, to be fair, you sort of have to do these things, because it was outside, nice for the kids, get them in Christmas spirit, but then it is slightly uncomfortable, and I was glad to get home, get sanitised, and now I feel like I really want to get another vaccine. So, you know, it's weird though, isn't it? Because... There seems to be like a, a mini war at hand between those who get vaccines and those who don't. Like, a lot of people are saying that the vaccines are a problem and it's it's a restriction of um, your your human rights and your freedoms. What do you feel about that? Just kind of feel like if you want to get it, get it. If you don't, 
that's fine. Yeah, but you I just I, deal I with just, the consequences of getting it or not getting yeah, it. Yeah, but see, the only thing about it is, I think that, like you say, do whatever you want, but don't be so entitled that you have to make your like your opinion matters. There's, you know there's I mean? reasons people don't want to get it. There's people, yeah. reasons people do want to get it. It's like it's yeah. fine. It doesn't affect me. But I also think that if, for talk's sake, someone's like, like for example, the way people are coming out, be like, there, this is this is like a Holocaust. You're like, is it? Like, I mean, it isn't. You know, I think there's a slight difference because you know they're not going and hoarding people up who have not had the vaccine and bringing them to camps and murdering them. You know what I mean? They're just going, you can't get a f- all day frying with their spoons. All right. So there you go. But like, I do find it like it is, but it does, like, it annoys me a little bit. Like, see if I'm out and about in a shop and they don't see someone wearing a mask and they don't have, like, you're sort of like, why don't you just put a mask? Like, what's the big deal? It's just weird, I think, sometimes. Yeah. I, like, I feel weird going into a shop if they don't have a mask on. I wouldn't go. Like, I just feel like I'm not going to go in that shop. Because again, there is a stigma about it, and I don't want people to be like, "Oh no!" But at the same time, I just feel like I still think it is a thing. I obviously have thought it is a thing the whole time. But like, see people like protesting. I like you look at it like obviously you can do whatever you want if you think it's a load of. Bo- but I just think it's ridiculous that now they're like this new vaccine is a we how that we'll never get the vaccine. Whenever you're born, you get your MMR, you get your flu jabs. You get your fucking um, BCGs. Like, I still like buck a mark on my arm after a BCG. Like, if ever there was a, a bloody tracking device, it's in the <laughs> bastard BCG, so pop it on my arm. But I just think people saying, oh, it's a, like, everywhere we go, like, we're being tracked right now on our computers, on our phones. Like, it's just this, like, why do the government get, like, what are they going to do? Like, I'm totally insignificant to the government. You know, no one gives a fuck about what I have to say. Would you? I mean, no. to be fair, if they did care, they'd have got you a long time ago. Yeah, exactly. You said in this podcast, I know that that I I would have been. It would have been like a holocaust. What would happen to me? Because I would be killed by the government. Because I am, I say silly things in jest, obviously. Like to compare the murder of me to the holocaust is obscene, and obviously I don't mean that. But at the same time, I'm not encouraging the government if they are listening to this to kill me because I'm not ready to go yet. My wife's already poisoning me every night and I go to bed anyway. So don't worry about it. Maybe that's, maybe that's shit. Oh, there's my conspiracy right there. My wife works for the government. She's in the NHS. She's a baddie. She's been planted by the government in my bed to kill me. And here's me thinking she'll love me. You'd have words when you get home. You fucking better Mr. Mrs. Smith. May I get home? Was that some sort of porn? You never watched Mr. Mrs. Smith? No. What is it? Um, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt's movie, where they're both like agents. And are they trying they're to both, kill each other? They're both like hired to kill each other, and then they kind of both go home at the same time. And they're like looking at each other. Do you know that I'm hired to kill you, and vice versa? Uh huh. And then they have like kind of a fight around the house. And. How the fuck's it get resolved? And they I were married first. first. I can't. I genuinely can't remember. Well, then I just want to say, like, I would be like, well, I don't want to be married to you anymore because you're going to kill me. I but they've been paid. To yeah, kill each other. but they're married. So just go now. Nah, we'll go and work in a grocery store or something. I don't think it's that easy. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's a stupid. To plot. Have on your four weeks' notice when you're a hitman. 
Yeah, you know what? I've said this before. I would kill, shoot myself in the face if someone said, shoot yourself in the face or we're going to kill your kids. Same as that. I'd be like, well, I'm not killing my wife. Unless, like, to be fair, she'd, like, fucking, you know, left a load of dishes beside the fucking sink instead of putting the dishwasher, then I might kill her, you know. Or, for example, if she were to, like, you know, leave her slippers at the bottom of the stairs like she does every fucking day and I come down with a handful of washing because I'm always doing a wash and then I trip and fall and hurt myself maybe then I'll consider killing her but you know other than that I, I think it's a stupid plot and I think Brad Pitt's a stupid bastard and Julie's a bitch so there you go yeah, maybe a review done yeah there you go it's Mark Kermode here you know in fact there's a parody name for that I'm Mark Kermode just do film reviews whilst I'm doing a shite yeah, a, whenever you haven't even watched it yeah exactly <laughs> I might actually be interested to watch that now it sounds interesting but then the whole time I'll be going you obviously clearly aren't each other's person <laughs> if you're willing to ki- if money's more important than the person I, I think, think they do like not kill each other yeah but then they're, they're, they're fucking beating the shit out of each other and all still sly I know but it's it's love love makes you do weird things nah <laughs> no no, I, I, I don't. I don't agree with that. I think it's fucking. I think it's strange, Mister and Mrs. Smith. I who I'm gonna find out who wrote it. I I hate this. See if they came to me and they're like, "Here, I've got a film idea." I go, "You know what you can do? Take it somewhere else." Shit, Mister and Mrs. Mister and Mrs. Jones. Me and Mrs. Jones. Mister and Mrs. It's a comedy. Let's hear the plot. Construction executive John and tech support consultant Jane. I mean already shit names are answering questions you're a marriage counselling they've been married for five or six years but their marriage is suffering to the point that they can't remember the last time they had sex why is sex so important in marriage I've had sex with my wife once I've got two kids victory you know what I mean and they tell blah 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 in reality they're both skilled operatives working for different contract killing firms among the best in their field concealing their true profession from one another ah so they both don't know that they are assassins. So they always think they have normal jobs. So when they leave in the morning, they just go and do normal jobs. Oh, so because they're actually both... So then, obviously, she finds out that he's a killer, and she's like, you're a two-faced bastard? And then he finds out she's a killer, and he's like, oh, that's pretty sexy. You might get the tied up and on, put a gun on my bum. Oh. I mean, I assume that's just the way women and men think, isn't it? That's pretty much what happens, though. Nice. Well, I mean, I would actually, I would watch, you know, I would pay to watch Angelina Jolie peg Brad Pitt, to be fair. Um, I grossed a lot of money, so fair play to them. But still shit. Um, doesn't interest me at all. But we lose the point anyway. Pro- fucking COVID. Oh, fucking COVID, you know. I just think, you know what? I think the vaccine is not this whole conspiracy. I think... We, we give ourselves too much importance. You know, we just are little sheep, really. They go about every day doing our wee jobs and stuff, and the government don't really care. Like our government, especially in this country, couldn't give a fuck because they're fucking morons. Um, I just think there are certain things. Because you know this, how dare they do this? They need a pa- Surely then, if you want a COVID passport, you would just be like, well, I'm not going on holidays again. You'd be like, why is that? Passports are built. They expect me to have a, a piece of paper to get into... Tenerife? Fuck off. Not fucking doing it. How dare they? I should just be able to... I should be able to just fucking walk into Tenerife. I should be able to get on a boat and just fucking paddle my way to Tenerife and go, I'm fucking going to Tenerife, all right? I'm going to Lineker's and you can fuck away off trying to say I need a fucking passport to get into fucking Tenerife. 
you know, fucking bastards, you know, it's stupid, like, I just think governments make laws for a bit of a reason, you know what I mean, it's like, are, are kids going, you're getting a fucking six-year-old being like, oh, fucking government bastards won't let me have a pint, have the fucking 18 to have a fucking pint, you're like, mm, well, they're there for you, oh, fuck, I'm fucking gonna wear, I'm not wearing a seatbelt, and I'm driving my Fiesta, I was going to say 120 miles an hour, but it only goes to 60. No, I mean, rules are there for a reason. I just think it makes things a bit easier. And if you get COVID, you're a bit less sick. Like here's the, here's the, what the crux is to me. I have not heard anybody smarter than me say you shouldn't get the vaccine. Anyone that's like, don't get it. I'm like, you know, they have MUFC at the end of their Twitter handles. You know, James E. MUFC says, it's all going to spread. It's not a conspiracy. What's a conspiracy is why you're allowed the internet. Because you're a fucking moron. Get a vaccine, wear a mask, just have common decency, you know? And here's the thing. See if the government were like, you need to cut your dick off in order to go and do things. I'd be like, you know what, don't need it anyway. Just cut it off. It's anything for an easy life. That's where I stand on it. And if you don't want to get it, that's fine. But bear in mind, the government or Skynet you want to watch out for. Watch the Terminator films, all right? Skynet have got us. Now Mark Zuckerberg is going to be in the metaverse and that's it you know what it is Ben all these movies are coming true Terminator's coming true Avatar is coming true in the metaverse like what do, what's, what are you going to do in the metaverse Ben are you going to get into the metaverse are you going to do that sure what you'll 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 have a wee freaking online infernal in the metaverse but it won't be you it'll just be you just chatting to people and all it'd be weird apparently you get in your wee chair and all and you just go ah, and then you're in the Zuckerberg just controls all your thoughts and all it's crazy the world is crazy why don't we all just go back to the way it was and just all live on a farm and pillage and drink ale and kill deers Technology's ruining the world, Ben. As I sit here talking into a microphone, so as I can make something via technology and put it on the internet for everyone to hear. How long have we been talking for? I'm bored. About 40 minutes. Jesus Christ. Come and see me in the Ulster Hall. It's going to be a lot more fun than this. <laughs> Tickets are selling really good and the balcony's open. What an achievement. Well done, me. Tickets are available through all my social media. Please do come, genuinely. I'm not going to keep huffing. I'm just a huffy. I'm just a hot. I'm just a huffy, huffy, tufty, aren't I? I'm just a wee huffy. I'm just a wee huffy squirrel that teaches across the road. And you know what, Ben? Not doing the Champions League weird after this. I want to go home. Does that is that music to your ears, or do you feel bad about that? I'm more than happy. Nah, fuck it, we're doing it. I've got a second wind, we're doing it. You know why? I just do the thought that every week from now until I die is going to be being, let's just do a Champions League weird final. And it's like, actually no. And next week's, oh no, we need to do this. We'll just do it. All right, we'll just do it. This podcast is sponsored by Bebe Adriano's Mexicanos and Fat Bastard Burger. Fat Bastard Burger is a new kid on town. It is the sister company of Bebe Adriano's. It's based on the high street in Bangor. Ben, what do you look for in a burger patties? What do you look in a burger patties? Hey, what do you look for in a burger patties? Girth. Girth. You want a big fucking fat, thick bit of meat to fucking gobble down your your shithole in your head? Down your fucking gob hole? I mean, hold on. Here we go. 
Slag Out Podcast is brought to you. Absolutely keep that in, but if they want this video, cut this bit. Bebe Adrianos. <clears throat> Sorry. The Slag Out Podcast is brought to you by Fat Bastard Burger and Bebe Adrianos. Ben, what are you looking for in a burger? That's right. Girth. A thick Wagyu beef burger with delicious flavour. Thickness doesn't always mean good flavour. But when it comes to Wagyu and Fat Bastard Burgers, it absolutely does. Um, they are now the premier burger joint in town. And if you guys are looking for that Fat Bastard 100% Wagyu beef, which is among the most sought after and luxurious meats in the world, it's got copious marbling, it's tasty, it's delicious, and most importantly, it's a mouthful. Fat Bastard have burgers with very choice names. The Fat Bastard Burger, the Cheesy Fat Bastard. The Porky Fat Bastard. The Ringo Stingo. Fat as fuck duck. And um, Crazy for Cock, which is just the chicken burger, not just, you know, what you might assume it could be. And also, if you're a wee bit weird and you want to go to a place with super fat beef burgers and get a vegetarian, there is the option there with the Collie Dar and Quinoa burger. So if you want to know more, go to fatbastard.com. And if you want something a little bit different and you still want that Bebe Adriano's hit, get the Bebe Adriano's as well. Dirt Box, Dirty Cock and Cow Box, all the classics. And for the festive season, they have the Christmas wrap, which is all you want. It's turkey, it's ham, it's chipolata sausages, it's cranberry, it's stuffing. It's the works in a wrap, just for your little mouth, your little tum-tum. And then it's all digested, it goes at your little bum-bum. And if you want 10% off, and uh, free shipping because you'll go to collect it by hand. Go to uh, Bebe Adriano's app or the Dirty Fat Bastard. <laughs> Not the Dirty Fat Bastard app, just the Fat Bastard app. And you <laughs> and get 10% off. Definitely cut that bit out of the video if we send it to them. Um, but yeah, if you want to go old school like me and you want to call them, go 0289147988. That's 0289147988. Say, Davey sent you. Say, the dirty fat bastard sent you to get a fat bastard. Or a Bebe Adriano's. They're great guys. Great food. 10 out of 10. Would recommend. Speaking of recommendations, I'm out to get Modest Beer right now. They owe me new tins. I've said, boys, you need to get me a tins for the walls. You need to tell me what new tins are coming out. You're putting all this fucking beer out and you're not telling me new tins are so I'm not doing a read for Modest Beer this week because I don't deserve it you know I don't care that if you want to know about them you go to at Modest Beer at Instagram or at Modest Beer on Twitter or at Modest Beer at Facebook I don't care if their website's www.modestbeer.co.uk I don't care if they are trying to bring delicious craft beers to the market instead of trying to take over the market I don't care that they've got stouts that they've got IPAs that they've got la- I don't care Anymore, I'm not doing a read for Modest Beer at www.modestbeer.co.uk or any socials at Modest Beer. I'm not doing it. All right, had enough. And speaking of had enough, let's just go through these questions. All right, botanically, and I said, Dave, how do you decide who does support it for your gigs? Um, you know, let's just say similarly to how. Nah, I'm not gonna say that. Inappropriate. Um, what I do is I just you know I, I pick somebody that I think would appeal to my audience and somebody that's fun to hang about with and somebody that's good at comedy. That's important to me. I think you need to have a good opening act and um, to set the the tone for the night. So it is important. Um, as well as that, I like to give opportunities to other comedians where possible who I think deserve it. So that's kind of really the thought process. And also helps a bit of nepotism to be a friend too, like, but 
That's about it. Sharon Best has said a food item you will not share with your wife or daughters. The dirty fat bastard. Oh shit, no. Um, you know what? There are some like I tell I I will tell you what I will I will not share with them. Thankfully, my wife's a vegetarian, so don't really need to worry about this. But every Christmas, my number one present that I get and I love is my dad's ham. Sounded weird, actually. Didn't want to say it like that, but that like it's not like his, his dick because I don't just wait for Christmas for that. But um, every Christmas he will bring me a big cooked ham. He goes to, like some again. Parents do weird things, don't like for whatever reason. He's a mate that lives in Antrim, and he's like, and his mates like here. I know the best place to get you a fucking ham or two. And he'll go, where's that? And he'll go, his place in Antrim, and he'll drive to Antrim to get the ham, rather than just go to like a local butcher's and get ham. But anyway. Anytime he gets it, it is nice. Then he steams it up for me in his big fucking pressure cooker and then comes around to my house with a big ham in tinfoil. And then I, you know what I do, Ben? I open the door and I go, Dad's like, Merry Christmas. And I go, Nyah! give me the ham, slam the door in his face and run in. Get a big, thick bit of hovis, you know, the green green and white bag. Big, thick bit of hovis. Nice bit of butter. Abernathy, Abernathy butter. That's a nice butter I like at the minute. I would recommend. Get it on. Make myself a fucking hot ham sandwich and just eat it and then try to make that ham last for three days normally it doesn't but I try I fucking love that ham that's my favourite food my kids you know who I will share my ham with this year my dog but not too much because it's too salty and it's bad for his wee heart yes I'm killing myself slowly but I don't care say about Christmas this year I'm going to be lean stacked and jacked like at the minute all I want to do is eat but I can't because I'm die because I'm too fat and I've been sick for the last four weeks I'm going to look like a pig at Ulster Hall Correct. Could have timed that better. There we go. Oh no. I mean, what a bizarre time. You know, you know who's messaging me at twenty to ten at night. My accountant being like, "Are you sure you want to leave your your job?" I'm like, "I don't know." But yes, he wants to meet me in the one bastard day. I can't meet him. Um. Yeah. So my ham. I won't share my ham with my girls or my wife. You look sad. What's wrong, mate? You should share the ham. It's Christmas. It's good to share. Fucking buy a humbug. Get your own ham. Still vegetarian twat. Dinesh has said, Hi, Dave. I just want to tell you that your way anecdote about how it is important to remember how far we've come really helped me today. I quit my job. Oh, no. Dinesh. Oh, thankfully, not not because of the anecdote, don't worry, shit. I was going to be like, listen, do whatever you want, and he's just quit his job. Um, I've taken a, a less paying one with better future opportunities and was worried, was it the right choice, and if I'd be any good at it. You saying this made me realise that I've come far and I can definitely go for it. There you go. Take a step back on the bridge, Ben, and look back. Appreciate how far you've come. And then when you realise how far you've come, you'll realise... You don't have too much further to go, my friend. Um, yeah, you are an inspirational guy today, whether you like it or not. Hope everything goes well for you. You know what? I appreciate you saying that. It's nice to hear that this silliness, yes, it's silly. Yes, it's a wee bit of performance, Ben, isn't it? It's a wee bit of, like, see, off camera, you you openly say that I'm not a funny guy. You know, you, you've said many times, in fact, I'm kind of hard to be around. Isn't that true? I'll say that on camera if you want. But don't just you sure. Yeah, just yeah. But but off. I'm just a boring guy. But I like that as well as being hysterical on this podcast and amongst other things in stand up. Um, that I'm an inspirational guy and I appreciate you for saying that. 
And you know what? Sometimes I just think we can let ourselves get a wee bit lost in the, in the here and now and panic a little bit and get a bit stressed out about things. See if you're not happy. You can do so, you can try to do something about it, but the only way to try to you know what we always say in this podcast, Ben, the longest journey starts with the first step. That's what you've done, my friend Dinesh, and I wish you the best in what you do. And what I also like is you've just ended the um <laughs> the message with can't believe it got inspired by a podcast. It also had the Tour de Nantes featured on it, which, by the way, is very true. I did reference that last week. Here's the thing that worries me sometimes about podcasts. I get into, like, the zone a bit. I forget what I'm saying, and I say things, and then people are like, oh, we were talking about the Tour de Nantes, and I'm like, no, I don't. But I like it, and, it, and I'm writing some stand-up about something that could, that could work in, so thanks for bringing that back to me. And thanks for doing the right thing and hopefully you enjoy his job don't come back to me in a week or two and be like I can't believe I fucking left my job because you told me to you big stupid prick and now my life's terrible please don't but if it is you can always change it always bear that in mind inspo um, and Owen has said hi actually a business inquiry here wondering if you might have any showbiz connections I bumped into a lovely old man at a cafe the other day who explained to me his idea of books made from meat. He's quite frail and infirm, so I thought I'd volunteer and help him. Any ideas? Mm. I mean, we're talking about a lot about ham there. So maybe I could make a book. I could just patent it, perhaps, meat books. Actually, a great uncle of mine used to, used to do that. And he was a very old man until he passed away. And then I took his patent for meat books. So now I own them. And that's about it. Let me just see. I don't think... Did I delete what we put for the slide egg this week? Probably. Um, ben. What am I doing in my life like? <laughs> mm, yeah, I have. I've deleted it. So we're not doing it this week. Guys, take care of yourselves. Be back next week. Bye. Yeah, my, that is actually me done. Fuck it. I'm the slack guy